in Redmond are the Thong Slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. G'day everyone, this is Simo and thank you for joining us for number 39 of our Thong Slappers short story series to the 60. For this particular episode we're going to do something a little different, something new and something we call the Moot Rocket. That's right, Redman Jack Thompson or myself will be interviewing one of you guys or girls, talking to you about your car history, what you've got on the boil now, and just generally chat shit as you do. So anyway, for this first one, Red's going to be chatting to Ben Asmi, aka Top Hat Benny, about his car life and his V8 LJ Tirana four-door. Take it away, Red. Hello. Hey, Benny, what's going on? All right, mate, yourself? Ah, work, work, work. You know how it is. Yeah, same old, same old. What'd you have for lunch? Oh, the best roast lamb and gravy rolls. Lamb from the family farm. Oh, stop Beautiful. it, man. Fuck. <laughs> I, I had a ham, cheese and tomato toasted sandwich. just like the 186 of the lunchroom, eh? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you have uh, 2060 uh, great oil with it? Oh, oh, don't I always? What we want to do, Benny, uh, we want to do a moot rocket. Oh, <laughs> uh, you sounded like a dildo saying it. <laughs> uh, so, what, what we decided to do is this is part of our to the sixty uh, short podcast series. So, something Simon inspired me a while ago. He he does Legend in Lunchtime. That's his thirty minute. You know, take some bolts to work and buff them, or cut a gasket, or do something. So, along them lines, I decided I do it anyway, just to start ringing people during my lunch break, which is now. Have a thirty-minute chat about their car. Just we just want everyday everyday street machiners. Just you, everyone. So you're the first. So I'm. I promise I won't hurt you. <laughs> Please, gentle. Okay, everyone. So Benny Top Hat obviously is the guy. It's got the uh, LJ with a three fifty Chevy in it. Took us for a run at Summonats. Great guy. Uh, died in the blood street car guy. So Benny, tell us a little bit about your car, mate. Tell everybody else out there about your car. Please. Well, like you say, it's an LJ. Uh, 1973 model, which is the best year because that's when I was born. Same here, amen. Um, uh, I got it given to me. You know, I'm one of those lucky boys who got a car given to me by his mum and dad. Sweet. Um, when I was 17, only it was um, recovered stolen car. It was missing bits. Um, it didn't actually run properly when I got it, but it did did run. It had a 186 traumatic, so it had the big block 186. <laughs> um, and yeah, I got it. Actually, they made the mistake of getting it to me uh, two weeks before the HSC started, and um, I got it registered on the Friday before the uh, HSC started, so I didn't do any studying. And, um, yeah, I drove it to school for all my HSC exams, and I've had it ever since. This this year will be 30 years I've owned the thing. That's amazing, buddy. That is awesome so, because to, for, for guys like yeah. us, a lot of the, a lot of our listeners, guys like us, an LJ Tron or even a Ford, it's getting up there, isn't it, in price? Yeah, it is, yeah. Well, there's no way I'd be able to afford to buy one even 10 years ago. I'm not a big dollar earner. I have earned big money occasionally, but not most of my life. And uh, I'm just struggling like most blokes on a budget. And if you do see my car around, you'll notice not much changes very quickly. But, yeah, it's evolved into what's now a small block Chev with a turbo 709-inch mini-tubbed. The firewall I recessed, or I had it recessed by a fellow, uh, Peter Cleary, who's the bloke who did the firewall for me, um, from Pro Racing down in Sydney back in, oh, it would have been 95 or 96. Yep. The idea was I was going to put a 427 big block Chev in it. 
if I'd known what I know now and I had the dollars, I would have found an engineer to approve it, but I couldn't find an engineer who would approve it back then. So it um, got put on the back burner for a few years and ended up just being a small block, which is registered and legal. Yeah, I'm one of those blokes who likes to keep my car legal, so I don't thought- get it taken off me. I think it's pretty cool, your comments around, you know, this is, this is the car that, that you can afford, you're not a big dollar builder, and that's really what Reader's Rides and Street Machine magazine is one of the most interesting parts of the magazine for me. It always has been. So this is a bit of a, we want to step forward into that forum and, and bring guys on with cars like yours, and it's it's absolutely perfect. I was just hanging around being a bum there at Summonats, and I, I got a, a message from you on Instagram when my phone was still working. said, hey, Red, come for a run. So Benny and I, like, we, we, I had a bit of a look at your profile, 350LJ, and I apologise for incorrectly calling it an LC for the last, what, six months? <laughs> <laughs> I really couldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, well, amen, brother, amen. So, yeah, we, we jumped in it, and we, we just straight away, it was just such a cool little car. It's LJs, LCs, and especially the four doors, all I really do like them. They're a good little club car. They're an excellent car. It handles well. The thing turns the tyres so easy. Tell us about the engine because that's also also an interesting story. Uh, it's something that I think everybody out there will have Googled or got onto a, a website and had a look at. So, so tell us about the engine, please, Benny. They're, they're the perfect um, uh, replacement engine if you've already got a Chev or if you're building a car that you want to run a small block Chev. It's just a 290-horsepower crate motor. Um, I got mine from Eagle when they were in Sydney years back. They're cheap, as I think you can get them now as a bare long block for about four and a half, five grand. Don't quote me on it because the Australian dollar's just taken a dive. Have we still got a dollar? um, Yeah. (laughs) No, we've only got 50 cents. Yeah, that's right. The Australian 50 Um, cents is now worth 30. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, and I think think you can even get them as a turnkey motor from Carby to Sump. For about the eight, eight and a half, I think I saw them last. I don't, I don't look at them that much now because I don't need to. But yeah, just a really good, reliable motor. I bought one, threw it in the car, got it running. It went great. And it's got AFR alloy heads on it now, which are overkill for that motor. But I've got plans to put a, a decent camshaft in it. Then I'll um, put a stroke of crank in it and that. But it's the perfect base for a really good cruiser car motor. you got enough power. You're not going to run 10s with it. Um but they're just a really good engine, reliable. It's not very slow. The little thing turns yeah. the tyres. Pretty cool, man. And I, I think everybody has looked at them 290-horsepower crate motors, and, and they're in most of our budgets. You know, you have to save up or do a bit of overtime and everything, but they're in most of our budgets. And everybody from a Kingsford yeah. owner to a Hilux owner to a, a Statesman to a ski boat, to a paddock basher, everybody's mm. all thought about them and thought, yep. wow, man. The other thing is, because of 350 Chev, the camshafts, the intake manifolds, the exhaust, the ignition, the starter motor, the water pump, everything is so accessible to us now. You can just mail all that stuff. And it's a 350 Chev. It's the heart, the very heartbeat of America, I reckon, mate, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Well, that's what they called them, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So, and, and they, uh, they, they, yeah, like I said, they are really good, reliable motors. It's got four-bolt mains. Yep. And just, yeah, the little tickles I've given to it with the, with the heads on it and just a decent exhaust system on it. Um, I've run a 12.9 in that little LJ. That's um, awesome for something you built yourself on your own coin, eh? Yeah. Um, I did, I have had a lot of help along the way building the car. Like I said, um, Pro Racing did the firewall. Friends, uh, Mark and Cameron Dawson down in, uh, they live in um, Hawkesbury area of Sydney. They pretty much, they, they most of the welding and that on the tubs that I've got in the back um, and a bit of the, the mini tubs and a bit of the sheet metal work, I sort of, I did all the 
the cutting and grinding and sh- and getting the shapes right and sitting them in there and tacking them into place. But yeah, Mark and Cameron Dawson did give me a big hand doing the rear end. Yeah, and we reset the coilovers and that in board in a better position than that. So no, no I was going to say now that I've moved up to, I've been living in Bathurst now for oh, six years nearly. I think I've caught up with a good bunch of blokes, um, call themselves the uh, Ironsmith Speed Shop Boys, which you can find on Instagram and Facebook. They're, they're just a top bunch of blokes who love to have a beer, love nothing but working on cars, and, yeah, inspirational blokes. Don't have a huge amount of money, but, you know, get in and help each other. And and that's the other part of, of what's helped me get to where I've got to with my car is a bunch of blokes around you who are into the same thing, who you help each other out and learn off each other. That's exactly what joins it's us together, really good. I've said it before. You know where yeah. else you can find? I'd, uh, what's sorry? You know where else you can find Iron Speed? Is it Iron Smith or Iron Speed? Oh, Iron Smith Speed Shop. Iron Smith Speed Shop. You know where else you can find Iron Speed? <laughs> Fuck. Well, are, you dr- are you drunk again? Oh no, I'm sober. <laughs> Fuck. That's Iron Smith Speed Shop. Iron Smith. Right. You know where else you can find yeah. Iron? <laughs> Fuck. Just say it. Everyone knows what you mean. Just say it. <laughs> you know where else you can find? Iron Smith Speed Shop, Benny, on my t- on my T-shirt because it's a very generous of you and the guys to send me a shirt. Oh. The other thing is we'll throw a heap of your uh, yes. photos of your car up too. What's the evolution of the build been? How, how do you, yeah, as a home builder, have you taken the car off the road, done the tubs, put it back on the road, done the firewall, or have you kind of kept it running all the time? What's, what's your take on a home build? How do you do it? Um, oh, well, yeah, like because of the budget side of things, it very often is off the road. for a, it's, it's been off the road more than it's been on the road. Yep. It was off the road when uh, I'd had it for 18 months and I put a bong slapper in it. Yes. I had a 253 top loader and the 9-inch that's in it. How cool is Originally, that? Originally, when, yeah, when I put the 253 in it, I still had the original banjo diff in it. And I used to go drag racing down at the old Eastern Creek track on the down the main straight of the roundy-roundy track. Yep. And it went pretty good. Little 253 back then – couldn't give you a horsepower figure, and I don't really care about those numbers, but it used to run a – it was a 14.5 was the best it ran. It used to run a 14.6, 14.7 pretty regularly, but 14.5 it ran at – I think it was like 97 mile an hour. That's unreal. I've been told the car was probably good. If, if I knew how to drive a manual down the drag strip properly, I probably could have got a sort of 14.3, maybe a 14.2. Apparently, I don't know. How good is um, it? You'd have to ask fucking Moroso calculator. <laughs> And nothing to say. How good is a um, a top loader on a drag strip? If you've got a top loader on a drag strip, it's like having a fucking oh. dirt bike as a jet ski. <laughs> it's like if you can use it, you're, you're the man. If, if, you're, if you want to hit something, a Mr. Gasket bang shifter on a top loader behind a V8, it's, yeah, just slam through the gears. It's, as fast as you can shift those, like shift that stick through, you'll get through your gears and it's, oh, mate, so I had- loved it. It used to, it used to chirp. Changing gears into fourth gear just before I went across the finish line. <laughs> That's unreal. You had a Mister Gasket yeah. shifter on it. Yeah, bank shifter. Yeah. How and good um, is how good is that? Like two five three top loader LJ. <laughs> Man, this is the yeah. shit. I um I've been as a lot of blokes listening to this will be doing. I've been going through a lot of old street machine magazines and I found an ad for that same shifter. Yep. Eighty nine dollars, <laughs> eighty nine bucks from Goodies. I think it is. But. You can't get stuff like that anymore. You can't even buy them shifters, I don't think. Gramps, he's got a V8 454 Sigma. His name, I just can't. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, but I, I, I got given a VK a while ago, and it was all rusted out, and it was all rooted, but one thing it did have was a, a Bista Gasket vertical gate shifter in it, and it was it was kind of need to be a rebush or whatever, so I just gave it to him for his old car, so it fits perfectly in there, but yeah, it's like you say, you can't even get them. I, I don't think you can, yeah, I don't know, yeah. What um what carbon, what carbon rooster are you running on it? Now? Yeah. It runs an extremely, extremely street-friendly 600 vacuum secondaries. Yes, it's square, square boy, yeah. yeah, perfect, yeah, perfect, yeah. Um, it runs a a, a very old single plane talker, um, Edelbrock talker manifold. Yeah. When I when I change camshaft, put the stroker kit in, and that I'll probably run a like an RPM air gap from Edelbrock dual plane. Nice looking um, intake, aren't they? Know, yeah, and well, and just the performance out of them because they're a dual plane. You know, and I, I I do know of a shop high performance world down in Sydney. Um. They were they've been building for years five hundred horsepower crate motors with those the same heads I've got and that inlet manifold. Perfect, yeah. So it'll what? it'll work for a stock motor or it'll work for a five hundred horsepower motor. So what ignition? Uh, good old Aussie ice ignition. Yep. Yeah, um, hear good things I about. I steered away from the MSD because uh, yeah, I steered away from MSD because they're not Australian. And, yep. Uh, good on you. Yeah. I, I, I do prefer to buy the Aussie stuff. Yeah, just because I like to keep our money here. Yeah, same here. We'll um, we'll post some photos of this car, obviously. But tell us about the wheels and tyre combo on one of them little tubs. Uh, the wheels I've got on a um, dragway. Uh, I can't remember what they're called. I think they're Pro or Pro Indies or something like that. I, yep. I bought them in '92. I bought them when I, f- I first got a mini tub by a, um, a fella who I don't think does anything with cars anymore. Dave Reed. He did the mini tubs, but. Um, they were really good for the time, and everyone was really impressed with them. But I just uh, the outer guard was still there. But we re- redid them a few years back with, like I said, Mark and Cameron Dawson. But yeah, I ran. They were fourteen nines on the back and fourteen fives on the front. The fronts haven't changed at all. I just obviously tires, but the rear because it's it got hard to get like a two six five fifty fourteen. So I, yeah, quite I went definitely. to Neil Earls down there down. Uh, I think they're down to Rellin Way, maybe, southwest of Sydney, and, and got them to change out for those, uh, oh, you know, step rims, some people call them. They're a 14-inch centre, and you put the 15-8 rim on them. Yeah, right. And, uh, cool. So now now I'm running a 255-60 under the back. Yeah, right. So yep. There are, there... So it's got a fair bit of fire under there, so. I didn't mind uh, turning them at the summer notes. I'll tell you, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't shy on banging them. Yeah. Oh, it goes all right. <laughs> tell tell me the best thing you've done in it. And no, actually, the best non R rated thing that you've had happen. What, what's one? Tell us a fun time you've had with the car. I'll tell. I will tell you one thing. It's one car I've never I've never shagged in the back of this car <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> your homework. Yeah. Your homework. If you choose, and we'll post the photo as if Benny sends us. <laughs> <laughs> Is to get in there and do uh, some rogering. Like my wife. <laughs> we'll do some rogering. <laughs> really cool little car, man. And one thing we all we all like to say, I'll give you a checkbook. Here's a checkbook. You can do whatever you want with it. Where's the car go? Um, well, the first thing I'd do would be track down an engineer who would pass it for a big block and I'd um, stuff a big block in the, in it because um, I know it'll fit. I had a, actually had a four, 427 in the car. And we all know Mark Hayes has done it, and there's a few others out there with big block LJs. So 
yeah, I would put a big block in it and I wouldn't change that much else. I'd, I'd do a little bit of paint fix up because the paint was done in 1995. So that, that paintwork is 25 years old about now. And um, it still holds up and I still get comments on how good the paintwork is. You often wonder when someone bombs 15, 20, 25K on a paint job, you think, right, well, that guy puts it in a, in a car show bits and pieces. How long does that paint actually last? It should last 25 or 30 years because that's it's big dollars that the guys spend spend on a paint job. So, you know, I think an, an ageing paint job is a sign of a good car. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's little stone chips and stuff on it, but I really don't give a shit because I'd rather use the car than look at it. Of course, you live um, in Bathurst, so do you punch it around uh, Mount Peterama a bit? You always drive around there at 54 kilometres an hour <laughs> because the popo are always up there. The amount of times I've seen them up there, it's just... Oh, man. And I think, I think uh, you, you was it you up there or someone you know was up there not that long ago, last year maybe? Got a 2,000... The lady... Yep, $2,549 fine at the bottom of Conroy, two and a half grand. I'll post on Instagram... A lady was driving a hire car and she came down there about 105 or something. So, yeah. I've actually won a race at Bathurst at Mount Panorama, do I tell you? Oh, do I want to know? I, you know, Nadine, 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 our mate Nadine. Yeah, our, yeah, I know. Our general yeah, over the year. Nate, geez. Yep, that's her. Her and yeah. I raced our BMX around there. <laughs> so I'm a Bathurst winner. Unlike uh, Scott, Scott McLaughlin, I won it on merit. Actually, she put up a pretty good fucking. <laughs> she put up a pretty good fight. I thought she's going to, you know, she's a redhead. So that I should I just not she fucking beat her? <laughs> Good thing is now, whenever I go through Bathurst, which mum does live there, so whenever, whenever I come up, we'll be able to catch up. Yeah, yep, definitely. It was uh, really good. I mean, Benny going for a bit of a lap in your car. Did you have fun at the Summonats, yeah, mate? I did, mate. It was the best Summonats um, for a while. It, um, it did, I've, I've got to say, Summonats 31 looked like it was going to be turning to shit, but um, credit to Andy Lopez and all the, the whole lot of the people who run it and help it work it actually has gone really good especially with that tough streak that tough streak's um, awesome it's yeah i haven't been for a long time so it was wicked yeah actually speaking of andy lopez i caught up with him at summer Arts, and i still can't say i know him from a bar or so before if i bump into him he'll just he'll go oh shit this pest again because <laughs> every time i've seen him i said because I, I saw it oh the story is i saw him when we were coming through into the campgrounds on the thursday morning and he comes up, and he's a good bloke. He comes up and he says g'day to the punters that are coming in with their cars, um, has a chat, and I said to him, do you actually know anything about cars? And he goes, no, nah, don't know a thing about them really. I said, but you're running this car festival. And he goes, yeah, I know. I said, do you, do you, so you don't own a car or anything? And he said, yes, I've got a Mustang. So he's got a 60s Mustang. Yeah, right. Okay. Something I said to him. I said to him, well, you know what? Someone that's 34, you need to get that Mustang down Skid Row. Absolutely, and he, he call made, him out. Yep. And so I, I said to him, "I'm going to start a hashtag, and I've put it on a few different things. Hashtag Andy Lopez Summonats 34 Mustang Skid Row. Yes, I right. want, I want to see Andy Lopez get down there. Even if he just goes down there once, it'll be on that many videos. Absolutely. Get down there and just do a skid down Skid Row in his own Mustang. Just, just because, because it's his car show. Like he's, he's the face of it, isn't he? Well, I got to meet him at, at Summonat's party and like a fucking idiot or a pest that I am, I went, who's the volleyball player? I dead set swear at the pass out party, like the finishing up party, he rocked up instead of like, they weren't even board shorts, they were, they, I think they were footy shorts and like a fucking billabong, billabong t-shirt or something and fucking 
a set of runners. I went, who's that? And they went, it's Andy Lopez. And I went, fuck, what's he been playing? Volleyball? <laughs> I could just come straight off the volleyball court. But um, also got to meet Chick Henry as well. That, that was pretty cool. I had a bit of a, a chat to him. He's, yeah. uh, he's an interesting guy. He's a real nice guy. Yeah, I had a chat with him as well in the um, in the Top 60 hall. He had his Impala in there. I, he was sitting there looking all lonely and I went up and said g'day and I had a chat with him about different things and like you do, you get talking about your car and the problems you've got. And I think we may have sorted out some some, some overheating issues he's having with that while I was talking to him. Ah, oh, sweet. And yeah. Um, yeah, and then Andy Lopez walks around the corner. So I I, I like the the, the star struck fan that I am. I grabbed both of them and I said, "Grab someone walking past." I said, "Here, take a photo of us." And I got a photo of the three of us together. Ah, oh, that's excellent. Standing next to Harley, yeah. Shoot that to me, and I'll and, uh, and, and I'll, I'll post it. On our, uh, we're going to yeah, post right. photos of your car, but we'll we'll put it up there. Hey, um, unfortunately, Benny, I'm going to have to get back out onto this workshop floor and annoy the piss out of the apprentice, or or do right. some or do some work. Well, I don't know what's going to come first, but that's our uh, a half hour. I just thanks very much for for coming on board. But uh, well, no we've still got a couple of minutes. Do you want to talk about anything? What, tell me something else. I might actually uh, say something about. Um, I've got a. I'm building a HZ wagon for my wife. Cool. Um, we're going to put a 253 in it, Amen. and I was looking up on the um, RMS website different number plates to put on it because I'd like to put some plates on it, you know? Yep. Um, like, you've got your TTS 253 or whatever. Yep. And I told her, and she said, no, I've got personalized plates. I'm going to put them on it. So that goes out the window. But just for you listeners out there who've got thong slappers in New South Wales, the number plates are still available. You can get hot 253. Wow. INJ253, yeah, INJ if you're going to put an injected 253 in the car. TTS253 is around. Um, I, wouldn't run, I, I wouldn't run TDS253. You might get mistaken for a fucking asshole <laughs> ranger. Might, might get locked up or raped, you reckon? <laughs> no, one, then the other. It goes the lock up, then the rape. Haven't you ever been to prison? <laughs> no, I haven't. Three square meals and all the gay sex you can handle. <laughs> It's like yeah. uh, it's like reading a fucking <laughs> column. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, we'll have to do some editing there. Hey, I'm um, righto, Benny. Well, that, that's me for a half hour, buddy. Thank you very much for being our first moot rocket. No worries. Thanks for the call. Thank you for the privilege of being number one. Yeah, no, you'll always be my first. Or the or the first. <laughs> you'll always be my first. Hey, um, I got to shoot out here. These. Fucking assholes have finished their lunch or whatever by the look of the, the sleepy look in the apprentice's eyes, but I'm going to go torment the fuck out of him. And thanks very much, Benny. We'll, uh, we'll. No worries. I'll catch up soon. Yep. I give my love to the family. Yep. You too. Okay, buddy. Cheers. Thanks. So there you go. So look, if you know someone who you think would make a great Moot Rocket candidate, it could even be yourself, please drop us a line at thongslappers at optusnet.com.au or flick us a DM on Instagram in that funny little triangle thing up in the top corner. Thanks for joining us and catch you next time. See ya. Hold up. 